folks. It's Allie back in the studio. <laughs> Not on Salt Spring Island anymore. I'm currently in my new, well, actually we've been here a year. So a lot of new house in Nova Scotia. But a lot has happened since last year, no, two years. I made the podcast saying I'm going to do it monthly. I'm going on my book tour. And then you never heard from me again. So I am back in your ears and I'll give you a little catch up if you'll have me. So just for a quick recap, I went on the book tour and it was a lot of things. It was fun. It was stressful. It was satisfying. It was exhausting. It, I, you know, it felt really good to be on stage reading the words that I had been working on, rewriting, writing, crying over, <laughs> just to get it out, to get it out in the world and have people hear it, witness it, absorb it by the book, you know. Saw pretty much everyone I know. I uh, went across, I was going to say the world. I mean, basically, I went across, drove across Canada, had launches in BC and Vancouver. Very ambitious looking back on it. I think I had 13 book launches. I had the Salt Spring one, which was a huge success. Um, so many people came out to support and it just went really well and... It was also my birthday, my 33rd birthday. I'm turning 36 now soon. So wait, was it three years ago? 2019. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. Sorry, folks left you behind here for a while. But anyway. Um, and then did a launch in Victoria and had musical backing by a cellist and you know, had to advertise and promote and hustle and get people to come to things, which is surprisingly hard. Even this is pre-pandemic. Luckily, luckily I launched it before the world shut down. But um, anyway, it was nice to relax and kind of daydream about moving to Nova Scotia because the housing on Salt Spring was pretty dismal. Uh, I was living in an off-grid cabin and really leaning into the off-grid life. Um, as you can see on the CBC show, uh, Stats stats of Life, which I was on. Um, but uh, my partner and I wanted, let's just call him Jay. He doesn't want me to use his name, but it's easier just to say some form of name versus partner all the time. Um... We wanted a place to put roots down and to grow a garden and not be scared of getting kicked out. It's not like we get kicked out all the time, but, you know, houses sell. We were outgrowing the uh, the cabin. We wanted to start a family. We knew that there was absolutely no way of buying on Salt Spring and barely a way to rent on Salt Spring. So we kind of started daydreaming into um, buying a place on the East Coast. So we were thinking about Cape Breton and he kind of hitchhiked around while I was at the festival vending, kind of listening to music. Um, and then we went to Halifax and had an op went to an open mic there. Again, like 
I don't know. I thought I knew people in Halifax, but just everyone was kind of didn't really get back to me. And maybe it's one of those things that I don't get in touch unless I need something from someone else, which is, I'm ashamed to say, it's just hard as an entrepreneur when your whole life is your work and what you're doing and your whole social life is also tied in with work at markets and what you offer your community. It's, um, it's easy to get caught up in reaching out to people, maybe even a defense mechanism, reaching out and wanting to collaborate or show what you've been doing and wanting that support from other people, not really being able to give back the support other than in the product that you've been working on. But yeah, it's uh, hmm, something to think about as I'm making new friends over here, but I'm jumping ahead. So Halifax, went to the open mic Monday, open mic night, um, which was really nice all in all. And then went and kind of tootled around Wolfville, and that was a really beautiful area. Rem reminded me of Salt Spring, really. Anyway, we were north of Wolfville along the Fundy Coast, and it was pretty quiet, very slow quiet. But the houses are like $50,000, and they're four or five bedroom houses. This was a couple years ago. Things have like spiked right up. But just the feeling of knowing I could actually attain this, like I could, I know we'd be in the middle of nowhere, but if we find a community of like-minded folks who are homesteading, who want to have chickens and grow vegetables and be stable and rooted and not be worried about finding where you're going to move for the sixth time in four years and always constantly weeding and putting in gardens for other people to enjoy and never really getting the bounty at all. So we had the thought in our minds, you know what, maybe in a couple years we will move out here and have a little homestead and have some acres and, and meet new people and friends of friends. And then I flew Halifax to London it's kind of funny. I probably mentioned this on the podcast a couple of years ago, but, you know, Jay and I were walking around, going for a hike. I was probably pretty stoned because I like to smoke weed and go for a hike in the woods. And this was around New Year's of 2019, New Year's Day and the starting of the year. And I was saying, you know, it'd be so amazing to go to this 10-year reunion with my friends in Croatia, we had already started planning it, and show them the book. Like, I've been working on this book for five years at that point, six years maybe, and I was so ready to just have it out in the world, share the stories, and reconnect with these people that I spent my early 20s with in Amsterdam working at a hostel. And the book is called Unpacked, if you're not familiar with it, um, a memoir of checked baggage by Ali Koi. <laughs> and I thought, why don't we do across, you, you know, we want to visit the East Coast. I want to go to Europe 
I want to see friends and family and visit the East Coast because I'd lived there before in Halifax at when I went to Dalhousie University, English major and um, creative writing minor, almost. I was like a few courses away from that. I just say it anyway. Who cares? So I thought, let's do a cross-country trip, vend along the way, do book launches, pay the way, then I'll fly from Halifax to London and then you drive back with someone and I visit friends and family in, in the UK and Europe and then I fly back to Vancouver a month later. And this was kind of a daydream and I seemed to turn daydreams into harsh realities when about a week later I went home and I was like, guess what, Jay? I found a really cheap flight. From Halifax to London and I got I got the tickets he's like what like yeah our cross-country trip and he's like wait that means it actually has to happen I'm like I know we said we were gonna do it here we are so um so I flew from Halifax to London and then London to Croatia Zadar and met up with these people that I'm friends with my really we just went through a lot of experimentation and party and drugs and hugs and work and wild times and <laughs> countless stories when you're working with a group of young to mid 20 folks at a famous hostel in Amsterdam so the flying pig crew so we had a reunion and they actually read out parts that they were in and we did a book launch at the hostel and did a drinking game where I don't even know at any time I what was it every time I smoked or drank or swore anyway then I went to sorry this short little recap um I'll, I'll kind of zoom through it, but went to Amsterdam. That's maybe I should just do a whole other podcast on regarding the book and then the launches and a bunch of stuff happened actually in that, in Amsterdam and, um, to do with my ex in the book and meeting his current pregnant wife uh, that's another time. This is supposed to be a recap. I've been talking for about 13 minutes on just the last three years. So I guess this is going to be a personal diary. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit of what my thoughts are after we do a quick short recap of coming back, being super burnt out, still having to do Christmas craft fairs, getting pregnant the December 22nd, like the day... I finally could take a break from the most intense year of my life. As if you've listened to past episodes, you could hear my exhaustion slowly creeping in and taking over. But yeah, finally done. This was December, late December 2019, by the way. Uh, find out we're pregnant first week of Janu um, January 2020. And yeah, super, I mean, super happy, like it came a bit faster than we thought, but 
basically the first time we tried. We got pregnant, and as a 35-year-old, no, I guess 34-year-old um, and a 40-year-old, we thought it would take a little longer, but it didn't, and we're super happy. Got pregnant, very nauseous. Then COVID came in. And this is also why I didn't, I couldn't keep the podcast up because I mean, I was on the road, barely any time to check my Facebook to invite people to the next event and next event and didn't have time to think. So, and then it's, and then when you're nauseous and pregnant and exhausted and burnt out, you just don't have the energy to do anything. We're still in the off-grid cabin and the pandemic sets in and the threat of the market being closed and I got a job, part-time job at the school as an educational assistant. Um, that was canceled. We knew we had to find a new house to live in and couldn't find anywhere to live. Um... Anyway, so all the excuses, we ended up finding a place, uh, an old converted chicken coop to live in, and we bought a 1979 RV and converted that into living, cute little spot, and Woodley was born September 20th, 2020, and we stayed in a bigger cabin, but still quite small, up until June, May. May, I le we left Salt Spring, and June, we moved into our new house across Canada. And that's a whole other stressful story of actually trying to buy a house. Wow. <laughs> Felt very adult. It was ridiculous. And trying to move in a pandemic when the province was closed to homeowners, even. But... All that to say, we've been living in this house and trying to get sorted. I moved my soap business over. And that's what brings me to this point. 18 minutes later, what I want to do. I There's no daycare here. Everything's full. I'm trying to get Woodley into daycare, but it it's not happening. So we have... A little kiddo, 19-month-old kiddo, sweet as can be. Um, she is in a no phase, but I'm at this point where I'm wondering, like, how do I want to spend my time? How do I want to make money? You know, the business is fine. It's always been, well, it has, it has had its ups and downs, but... I'm at this crossroad where I need help. And that's when the first podcast came in where I needed advice from other business owners. Like, how do you do this? How do you make this work? I've always had a part-time job alongside the soap business and I can't afford, it's always paid for my lifestyle, but my lifestyle was living out of a van for two months of the summer, hop festival hopping, being broke as hell. Um, 
making it from one venue to another and trying to enjoy myself, which I mean, I did, but I was so tired the whole time, but it was its own experience and wonderful. But now I have a mortgage. I mean, we got a good deal on this house and land and we have big plans for the land, including a campground and gardens and trails and beautiful things. But any time away from my daughter needs to be mega productive financially and rewarding. You know, I've been, for the last year, I've had a marketing job for a software company run by my dad. And it's been good through the instability of moving because it's remote and I can do it from wherever and it's some steady income but I've just gotten to this point where I'm like having this existential crisis of how do I want to support my family? How do I want to support my community? How do I want to be sustainable? Homesteading. Like there's just things I want to do and things I have to do. And like the house is a constant mess because any spare moment I'm trying to work on keeping my soap business alive and trying to be a present mom and trying to bring in money for the family, for myself, for the family. No savings. Like, that's just, we're not there right now. We've gotten in debt. I mean, moving across the country definitely took a lot on the old credit card. And the little money I've been making per month with the marketing job just kind of covers covers mortgage payment I you know I've decided to be totally open about or transparent let's say about financials so we got the house for um 111 $111,000 and I mean on one hand that's a ton of money on another hand, for a house and 22 acres, it's nothing. And we had about 25000 down payment. Um, then all the costs of the lawyer and yada yada. So we had an $88,000 mortgage. And uh, we're slowly paying that off. Well, we're paying that off on a 10-year lease. So it, it comes to like eight ninety a month. Which, you know, people are paying, like, that's um, doable. But I don't know. Here are the things, issues I'm dealing with. How do caregivers, parents of young children, make money? <laughs> like, working from home, they're, that's impossible. I mean... You can do things at night, I guess, if the baby goes down and you drag yourself out of the comfy, quiet, cozy bed, go downstairs, ignore the dishes, and just go do, like, a five-hour shift on your computer. I guess I'll... I mean, I always say I want to try and do that, but I'm just so tired by the end of the night, and comfortable and I know because we co-sleep I know as soon as I get up 
maybe she won't, but maybe she will start crying and calling for me, and I'll wake her up out of her cozy sleep attached to my boob. I don't know. It's like trying to be an attachment parent and being there, present, supporting, learning them grow, learning or teaching them how to grow and watching them grow. And at the same time, be like this online influencer. And all you see is people on TikTok being like, oh my god, I'm actually being paid for doing what I love? This is so amazing. And you're like, how did you do that? Like, what am I doing? I mean, I don't have the consistency, so that's something to work on. And I just, anyway, since Mother's Day, when I was at the farmer's market on the Saturday before, and Woodley was like nonstop crying searching each room for me, yelling out my name. She can barely say 20 words, and she's yelling out, Mama, Mama. Like, first of all, I didn't even rather not know that while I'm at the market. But, like, how can I work and have Woodley there? So I've been brainstorming. Like, am, do I go into elder care? She does light up the room. Like, old folks love seeing her. Do I work at a daycare where she can be, you know, and this is just for the next couple years until she's at school, but like, how do people do it? So I'm going to wrap this up. I'm trying to be consistent. So hopefully I'll get a couple hours a week where, you know, Jay takes W out of the house and I get a bit of quiet amongst the chaos and I can just do a check-in of where we're at in life, in business. Hopefully this will be of interest to you all. And I would love to, I think I'm going to make it more of a, a personal check-in every week, but I would love to interview or just get advice from like life coaches, business coaches, um, people who, yeah, are still entrepreneurs who have done it, how it works, how life works. Now I'm in the next phase of being a mom, having a, a home, being a homeowner, um, putting in gardens, like trying to do all the things and have money coming in where it's not just putting groceries on my credit card every, every other week because that's not sustainable. So trying the podcast thing again, which I do love. Um, I'll just put a few plugs in. If you like the sound of my voice, I do have unpacked the audiobook now on Audible. I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, uh, please get in touch. I'll also put my email down below. Alicoy at barefootdaughter.com. And if you'd like to buy any soap and body care, I'm still doing that. Um, shipping rates have gone up. But anyway, this has been all over the place. But I, I will have more structure in the upcoming episodes. So order soap, barefootdaughter.com, shampoo and body bars. Uh, that would support me 
and I'm trying to shift my marketing job um, with this CRM company. So if you are a small business owner or medium-sized business owner, um, check out Prodigm, P-R-O-D-I-G-M dot C-A slash Barefoot Daughter, and you'll get a free consultation on Zoho. Like I use Zoho to organize my contacts, my inventory, sending out invoices, and basically I'm going to be making some videos on how I'm getting organized and how I'm making it all automated. So part of that is putting out content um, like this, and then if you go there to prodime.ca slash barefoot daughter. Um, I don't know, I'll get a kickback or something, but we haven't really figured that all, all out yet. But I'm just, I'm trying. I'm doing the best I can with what's going on, the time I have, and I need to use every moment that <laughs> Woodley is out of the house and entertained uh, to the most effective way. So thanks for listening. It Oh, it happens to be a Thursday today. Uh, what, what was my sign off? Until next Thursday, keep making, baking, and growing it.